This is the TTPA, Tiny Talks Perke Elvis, where we talk a Mishnah of Perke Elvis per sheer for the audience members to hear. We're looking at Perik Bet Mishnah Yud, part two officially. The five Chachamim of Rabbi Yochanan talked about the the good path to go on and the not good path to go on. The good path, of course, is having that lave tov, and then everything comes with it. Once you have a good heart, you could be a good neighbor, you could be generous, you could be a good friend, you could have a good eye. But from that, we also saw what to avoid. Having a lave ra, having a bad heart is not good because then all the other bad things come. And then those disciples also said different things. Heim amru shalosha devarim. Rabbi Elazar omri yehi chavod chavev alacha kishalach. Rabbi Elijah says your friend's honor should be as dear to you as your own honor, so that even when he does something wrong, just as you would be patient with yourself, he will not be angered easily. You shouldn't be angered easily. One day before your death, since you do not know which day will be your last, we shall be zochot to 120 years, do tshuva every day. She, you should warm yourself next to the fire of Chachamim, keeping close contact to them. But be careful not to become too casual and friendly with them. Because their burn is a real burn. Don't become too casual and friendly with them. You might act disrespectfully and be burned by their coals, because their bite is like the bite of a fox. Their bite is like the the sting is like the sting of a scorpion, excuse me. And their hiss is like the hiss of a snake. And all their words are like fiery coals. So like, have the chachamu in your life, but don't come overly friendly with them. Don't get too close to them in a way that's not in the right mass- manner. Often people push off doing good things they want to do in favor of less important pursuits, thinking that they will have plenty of time to catch up on the important things. Rabbi Lezer teaches us to cherish each moment as if it were your last, not in a negative, depressing way, but in a seizing the moment kind of way. Put first things first, learn Torah, do mitzvahs, and leave the other things for later if there is time. Everything that happens is by Hashem's decree, even an act that appears to be a person's independent decision. Not only does Hashem decide everything that happens, but He does so only for our benefit. Sometimes we see the benefit. Oftentimes we do not. Keeping this in mind, we can stop a person from feeling anger when another treats him badly. Anger comes from blaming a specific person for the harm that was caused. In fact, this actually demonstrates a belief in a power other than Hashem. God forbid, in this case, the offending person. This is why Chazal says, Whoever gets angry is considered as if he worships of Odazara. One must realize that the person was merely a messenger of Hashem, fulfilling his decree, which is certainly good. So the next time someone does something wrong to you, or to me, try to show him the right way to act, but don't become angry. Much easier said than done. Rabbi Eliezer bin Horkinus, also known as Rabbi Eliezer HaGadol, or simply Rabbi Eliezer, when he was young, he worked for his wealthy father and had no interest in learning Torah. One day in his 20s, he was suddenly overcome by a desire to learn Torah, and ran away from home to study with Rabbi Yochanan ben Zak in Yerushalayim. There, despite having no money, he studied diligently until he became one of the greatest Chachamim of his time and wrote the famous compilation of Medrashim called Pirkei Rabbi Lezer. In fact, Rabbi Shimon Magali was so impressed with Rabbi Lezer that he chose him as a son-in-law. 
Rabbi Yisrael once kissed the stone Rabbi Lazar would sit on in the base mentors and said, This stone is like Harsinai, and the one who stands upon it or sat upon it is like the Holy Aaron. It is told that when, Riyosh, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Harsinai, he found Hashem teaching Halacha name Rabbi Lazar. He asked Hashem, Please see to it that Rabbi Lazar be from my descendants. Hashem answered, Indeed, he will be. While on his deathbed, he was asked a number of halachic questions, including if a new shoe that has not yet been removed from the shoe press comes into contact with Tumah, is it considered a finished product and thus able to become Tame, or is it Tahar? Tahar, he answered, and with that, that was the last thing that he said. Torah scholars are compared to fire. When you sit at a distance from a fire, you can enjoy its light, but cannot feel its heat. The Mishnah tells us to be warmed by the fire of Chachamim, meaning to develop a close relationship and not just to listen to their teachings from afar. However, getting too close to a fire increases the risk of burns. When together with Chachamim, don't forget that you're not on their level. You must still be careful to treat them with the most, most utmost respect. The Mishnah compares the power of Chachamim to that of foxes, scorpions, and snakes. The real impact of these animals' bites is not always apparent right away. Same is true with regard to the punishment for disrespecting Chachamim. It may not be immediate, but it is certain to come. Earlier in the Mishnah, we learned that Rabbi Lezer considered having a good eye the most important quality. Good eye, not good heart. Now he said that one should not anger easily. A good eye seeing the positive in everything results in being difficult to anger. There was once a wealthy man who had a poor butler. Being a kind man, he trained the young butler and gave him money to start his own business, and eventually the butler became wealthy. A while later, the employer lost his money with no other option, went to his former butler to ask for help getting back on his feet. To his dismay, the newly rich man gave the old boss the cold shoulder, refusing to give him a thing. As soon as he left, however, the former butler sent a messenger dressed as a beggar to his former employer to sell a precious diamond for one small coin. A few days later, he sent another messenger dressed as a smithsman to buy the diamond for a huge sum of money. The former butler's family, watching the strange sequence of events unfold, asked him to explain. I owe that man my entire fortune, and in any honor I receive as a wealthy man is really his. How embarrassing it would have been for him to accept money from his former butler. As a result of this business deal, however, he not only has the means to build up his wealth again, but more importantly, he still has his dignity. So make sure to take the lessons to heart, keeping the honor of others close to you, fighting the anger, understanding every day to think tshuva at the end of your day, and making sure to keep the chachamim at a safe distance to learn from them, but not overly to become too comfortable to them. Join us next time as we talk about three things that a person loses from himself from this world because of here on the TTPA, and I'm your host, Tani.